Hello, sweet ones, and welcome to the Soul Medicine Podcast. I am your host, Liz Nerland, and I have created this space to nourish you with guided meditations, to support your healing journey with Reiki practices, and to inspire, lead, and teach developing healers and intuitives. I invite you now to breathe deeply, to open your mind, to expand your heart space, and to call your soul to rise to the surface as you settle in to receive these offerings. Let's get started. story I want to share with you was one of my first experiences with Reiki. So I was actually a registered nurse at a children's hospital uh, when I first did my Reiki training. And I had very little experience under my belt. But this one particular night shift, I was sitting at the nursing station in the hallway and I heard screaming coming out of one of my patient's rooms. So I rush in there and there is this little boy and he had a condition where his bowel walls would actually stick together. So the insides would adhere to each other and it would obstruct the bowels. And then when his bowels would try to move, he would be in excruciating pain. His mother was there just looking frantic and helpless as this sweet child who a moment before had been fast asleep was writhing in his bed, screaming, moaning in pain. And the episode went on for a little while, and then it stopped, and he would settle down, and then it would start again. And so we started with giving him some pain medication that uh, was on his file that his doctor had ordered for him if he needed it, but it was having no effect and these episodes just kept happening. So I phoned the doctor on call who was not happy to hear from me at, you know, it's probably three or four in the morning. And the doctor told me that, oh, this is just typical behavior for this patient. I'll see him in the morning. And I was mortified. And so I went back into the patient's room and the mom looks at me just desperate, like, what are we going to do? What did the doctor say? And I was like, "Mm, the doctor said that this is fairly typical behavior. And she just had this wild look in her eyes and she's like, this is not typical. And I had worked with this family before, so I knew this was not typical and I was so limited in what I could offer medically to support this family but because I had a relationship with this family already I said you know I'm doing some energy medicine training do you want me to try this Reiki technique on him and see if it helps and she's like yes yes anything let's try all the things do whatever you can and 
So, you know, children are just so receptive to Reiki. It is amazing. I placed my hands on this child and I went through my process of invoking Reiki energy and he settled. He settled so quickly and I probably worked on him for maybe five minutes, like five minutes total. And then I stopped and he slept the whole rest of the night through. He did not have one more episode. And it was probably the first time that I was like, whoa, something is happening here. Something that even though I am a channel for it, I cannot explain it. And that's the most profound piece. You know, we do, I do too, especially I like to understand the mechanism behind certain modalities. Why does this breath technique work? Why does this healing technique work? What happens physiologically? But sometimes you have moments that are so profound that you're like, I have no idea the mechanism, but I have no doubt in the power of this healing system. And that was one of those moments for me. Uh, I had another... Uh, moment. Again, it was fairly early. It was probably in my first year or so of practicing Reiki fairly consistently. And a friend of mine had this flu. They were feeling really (laughs) dumpy. And uh, so they asked me to come over before bed to work on them. So I went over and I did a full Reiki session, just kind of my standard head to toe, uh, probably spent about an hour working on this person. And then they went straight to bed. And in the middle of the night, I received a call and this person was like, I can't leave the toilet. I woke up in like a cold sweat and I had to rush to the bathroom and I'm lightheaded. You need to come. And so in the middle of the night, I drove over to their house. And by the time I got there, which was 10, maybe 15 minutes, this person was tucked back into their bed and... I said, oh my goodness, how are you doing? What's happening? And the person said, I had the most explosive release, (laughs) like physiological release, but now I feel amazing. And this person's fever had broke, their symptoms had stopped, and they woke up the next day feeling 100%. And It was so wild. And we do talk about in my trainings and also when I see one-to-one clients, the possibility of what's often called a healing crisis. So sometimes when you move energy and when there's energetic release, there can actually be a physical release that mirrors the energetic release. So I always tell people, you know, drink a lot of water, take rest if you can, Nourish yourself as best you can so that if your body needs to release something physically, that you are supporting it to do so. Um, These healing crises, they're usually short-lived and they're usually not quite as severe as in this incident, Um, but it is just something to be aware of. If you are having symptoms that linger for days and days and get worse, that's not a healing crisis. That's probably something to see your doctor about. 
But yeah, so just things like, you know, urgency to go to the bathroom, headaches, feeling a bit nauseous, feeling really tired. These can all be things that happen um, as your system is recalibrating after an energetic release. Um, Another example of one of my most memorable sessions, I was working on a very elderly woman. She would have been in her 80s and she had a lot, a lot of arthritis. And this was someone very dear to me. And we were just on her living room floor. And I did a session on her just lying face up. Um, And it was probably 20, 30 minutes. And then after her session, she sat up and was like, well, that was very interesting. It was really nice. It was really relaxing. And then there was this pause and this look of shock on her face. And she said, oh my goodness, I'm sitting here with my legs crossed. I haven't been able to cross my legs for months. She's like, I don't even remember the last time I could sit comfortably and cross my legs. And then she leaned in towards me and said, what did you say that this was called again? Indian witchcraft? (laughs) Um, So it was really an interesting experience because She was curious, but definitely not a believer. She definitely did not have any real expectations of what would come out of the session. And the moment that she realized, like, wait, I can move in ways that I couldn't move before without feeling pain. It was like everything changed. And all of a sudden, she was so interested Um, So that was a really fun experience for me. And some of the other experiences I have had have been really interesting in different ways. I was working on someone once and the walls of my treatment space are blue. But as I worked on her, the walls turned pink. And I am awake, I am looking at my walls and I'm like, the walls look pink. And so after the session, I always do my one-to-one sessions. Um, I don't bring through intuitive messages during the session. I wait until the end and then I bring it all through. So I was debriefing with this woman and I said, oh, and as I worked on you, the walls all turned pink. And I said, you know, I, I don't know what that means. Uh, it's never happened before. Um, but the walls were definitely pink. And this woman, her eyes filled with tears. And she had just recently lost someone very dear to her. And she had been sitting in that person's bedroom before she came to the session. And she said that person's bedroom walls are all pink. And she had asked for a sign. And this was her sign. It landed immediately. And one of the things I love about that story is it's It provides an example of your role is to be the channel, to be the channel for key, for this Reiki energy to move through you, but also intuitively you are, you are bringing through messages and those messages often come in symbols. And one of the things that we can really throw ourselves off with is when we try to interpret it and make sense of it, um, 
you know, so I could have been like, oh, the walls are pink and pink means love and love is blah, 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 and like made something up, but I didn't. And that's a, that's an episode for another day, a, a long lesson that I learned how to bring through intuitive messages. Instead, I just told her what came through and all it was for me was seeing with my physical eye, pink walls, and it meant the world to her. So that's, you know, a beautiful reminder. You don't have to make sense of everything that comes through. Just share it, how it comes through. The symbols that come through, they are for the person. They are for the client that you're working with. So often it makes sense to them and not to you. So I hope you enjoyed these stories. I've got so many that I could share, but I'll stop there for today. And yeah, I would love to hear if you have any stories of your own Reiki experiences um, that really shifted your thinking, any of these profound moments that you were like, wow, what is even going on here? I can't explain it, but I sure believe it. Um, You can, the best way to connect with me is on Instagram. My handle is at Liz Nerland. That's at L-I-Z-N-E-R-L-A-N-D. I would love to hear from you and to keep this conversation going. So much love to you. Till next time. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of the Soul Medicine Podcast. I wanted to hop on here and invite you into my Reiki trainings and online Reiki community. Now, I have led multiple trainings over the last few years, and I have tried so many different formats. I've done the traditional weekend approach. I have run week-long intensives. I have met with groups weekly for three months. And at the end of all these trainings, I am always wanting more time because Reiki is a healing art and it requires continual development. It's never complete. And this inspired me to launch this revolutionary system of Reiki training. So online, I have a Reiki classroom. This has all of the standard teachings and approaches to get certified in your level one and two of Yusui Reiki. In addition to this, at no extra cost, I have created an online community that is off social media. And in this online community, We provide peer-to-peer support, we share inspiration, we can ask questions and dive into conversation. I also offer, again, no additional cost, ongoing monthly mentorship calls. So every single month, you will receive an invitation to hop on a live group call with me, to bring your questions, to bring your stories, to share what's working and what's not so that we can continuously develop and we get to lift each other up. There are people that are moving into this container that also specialize in areas that are not my specialty. So it will also become an opportunity to share your gifts with your peers. So if you specialize in crystals, you will have an opportunity to share that wisdom with other students. If you specialize in meditation techniques, you can bring your gifts there. And together, we can lift each other up, we can rise higher, we can move faster. And I am so excited about this because I really believe that it will increase the caliber of healers that we all are. And that is something 
that this world needs so desperately right now. So if you are wanting to dive into the healing arts, if you are interested in Reiki, whether it is just for yourself or you want to open a private practice or add it to an existing practice, I would love to invite you inside this container. The link to the online training is in the show notes. And if you've got any questions, please send them my way. I cannot wait to connect with you and to rise together. So much love to you, sweet ones.